Welcome to the Emmanuel Church Podcast, where we believe God is with us and speaks to us wherever we're at, whether at work, home, or on the move. We'd love for you to be connected with us by visiting us at myemmanuelchurch.com or any social media platform using at myemmanuelchurch. Thanks for being with us, and we hope you enjoy this message. Welcome to Emmanuel Church Online. We are so glad you could join us here today. Today is the last day of our series, the last Sunday of our series called Better Together. And here in Houston, last week, we, a couple weeks ago now, we we faced uh, a crazy wild weather that we were not used to. And we saw examples of community across our city and across our nation of people helping the people here in the city of uh, Houston in the, in the state of Texas as well. And last week we had a conversation, my wife and I, uh, with you all. And unfortunately we did experience some technical difficulties, but you can go back and listen to that audio of that conversation about what it means to be in community. And I wanted to be able to explore that just a little more today um, by going into the scripture that we used last week, Acts chapter 2, verses 42 to 47. And it says like this, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. One of the things that astounds me about this picture of true biblical community, what it means to be part of the church, is that we have traded a lot of that for a false sense of community. We might know our church, we might know our church leaders, uh, we might know and identify with it, but Yet there are a lot of times that we're really not connected, not connected with the church, not connected with each other. And I can definitely relate to that. I, When I was going to school at Christ Mission College, I attended several, several different churches throughout my three years there. And one of the things that I remember is never really feeling a sense of belonging at some of them by no fault of theirs at times because it was a different city I lived in San Antonio and it wasn't my home and it wasn't a place that I considered that I could connect with others there so oftentimes I distanced myself from the people at the churches I attended and sometimes the the communities were so exclusive that to step into their world meant you were sh- you were shaking it it was not something that was common to them 
And so we miss the point. We miss the point of what it means to be in community with each other. We miss the point of why we need to be in community and why we struggle really to connect with others that are around us. Why do we do that? And that's the first question I want to answer today. Why is it that we have trouble experiencing true community with others? Why do we have trouble connecting with each other? And I believe the answer lies in the fact and truth that our culture is just not built for it. Here in the United States, we have a heavy emphasis on individualism. And even for those of us who want to connect, we struggle to connect because of this emphasis on individualism. And that it's in every part of our society and it's in our music, talking about how we can only focus on ourselves, how we should only care about ourselves or rely or trust in ourselves. It's in popular media. We, we push people away. It's even in our grocery stores and uh, the way we shop, everything is supposed to be set up, online shopping and everything is supposed to be set up to you, the individual user. How do you enjoy customizing this? How do you enjoy receiving your shipments? Everything is about us and it's so self-centered, self-focused. That we find it difficult to really connect with people that are outside of our self-bubble. I definitely found this reality jarring to me as we entered into the time of the pandemic. And uh, me and my wife often, you know, stayed home. We were supposed to stay home and, and we're still doing our best to do that, to stay safe and keep ourselves safe and keep others safe but it it was a difficult thing as an introvert I was like yes this is my time to shine I get to be home I get to focus on what I want to do yet as time went on I started to realize I really do need people like as much as I, I get drained by being around others uh, for prolonged periods of time, I noticed how important it was. Yet, I didn't know what to do. And so a lot of times we, we, we are find ourselves in this situation where we're not sure how to connect with others because that's not what we've been taught. We've been taught that self is king, that the individual is king, and that we need not worry about other people. Yet, we crave this connection. It's, it's something that is ingrained in us. And I believe the reason why is because it starts at the very beginning. If we go back to the beginning of everything, and we go to look in Genesis chapter 1, the Bible tells us of the creation of man in Genesis 1, 2, and 3. And the story of humanity and how it begins in connection with God. And the story begins with God saying that he wants to create us in his image. He says, let us create man in our 
image. And right there, we see the key to why community is so important to us first off. Because God in, in himself exists in a perfect community of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The pluralistic language that is used there. He says, let us create man in our image. It was important for him to let us know that he ex himself exists in community with himself. And if we are created then in the image of God, then we have that need to be in community with others. In fact, as the story goes on, he creates man in the garden. He creates Adam and he says, it is not good for man to be alone. And I know a lot of times that this scripture is used in terms of, well, then you need to get married. People need to get married. That's why marriage is so important. But I don't think that that's the point. It wasn't just that because he looked at Adam and he said, it's not good for man to be alone. So he created Eve to be a companion for him. But it was more than that. Then he tells them, go out into the world and multiply, create, create family create communities, cities, neighborhoods, create this connection with others. You're not meant to be on your own. It is at the core of who we are, who God created us to be, to not be alone. So when we fight to trust only ourselves. When we fight to be the individual, we're going against the very nature of the things that God has put inside of us. We need to be able to understand these truths in order to understand why it's so important for us to be in community, to be connected with each other. We need each other. We need each other. Together we can do more. Together we can do more. So, what does it look like then? I, I, I touched on it a little bit last week, but I want to go a little bit deeper. What does it look like then to be in a community, a biblical community, a, a community that supports each other? And if we look at Acts chapter 2, then we understand some basic principles of what it looks like to have this kind of community. The first thing it tells us is that they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to prayer. Let's start there. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. Not just teaching in general, but they devoted themselves to the word of God, to the gospel. A good, godly community, a God-centered community, a, a community that is centered in what God wants us to do starts with the gospel. It starts at what what brings us together in the first place. Jesus came to connect us with God and to connect with us with each other. And so it starts there with Jesus, with his story, with his word. That is what keeps us together. And that is what, quite frankly, helps us to understand and navigate relationships better. I always say that the, the Bible is filled with stories that are better and more dramatic than any novella, any soap opera that you might ever want to watch. Because it is full of people 
with broken relationships, good relationships, bad relationships, toxic relationships, healthy relationships. It gives us this picture of what we shouldn't do and what we should do to develop this. How do we live out our faith? How do we connect with God? How do we connect with other people? How do we move the story forward? So we need to understand that biblical community starts first with Jesus. And it starts first with His Word. The second thing is this devoted themselves to prayer. A, a community that prays together stays together. And I know that is a cliche format that a lot of people use for a lot of different things you can use it for a lot of different whatever you could pretty much insert whatever here stays together but prayer is key because prayer is the lifeline to the holy spirit it connects us to him it connects us to god and his presence and when we pray on our own sure we make that connection with god but and when we pray on our own, we miss how powerful it is to pray together. The Israelites in the Bible and the in the early church understood this because it wasn't something that they did on their own. They did it on their own for sure, but when it came to important things, when it came to coming together, they regularly sought God in the temple together in the Old Testament. And in the New Testament, the church regularly came together to pray in homes or at the temple or in other places. It was a necessity to keep them strong. So we must not ignore how powerful it is, yes, to pray on your own, but to pray with each other, to connect with God together, to enter into His presence. To enter into His presence. The second thing we see is that they devoted themselves to fellowship and the breaking of bread. They ate together. And I think that's beautiful. That was part of their worship, in fact. It was part of what they did together. They, they ate together when they got together to worship. And they ate together and broke bread together in their own homes. So it was a regular part of life. Connecting with each other through food isn't that beautiful. <laughs> In fact, the Bible even says, taste and see that the Lord is good. I think God wants us to understand that food brings us together. But not just that, that we should get together and form this fellowship to draw closer to each other. Because when we go to things like this, when we do things like this, when we go to e-groups, whenever we're in person and we eat together, we have conversation, we grow, we get to know each other. It's more than just the food. It's about what those situations represent. This fellowship represents, this breaking of bread represents. It says, here we are together. It was important to them. It was important to be able to, to make this so clear. To take not, not just communion the lord's supper together but to eat at their each other's homes to to go and be together that often initiated prayer that often initiated study in the word that often initiated praise but to be together that's why it's so important 
that we 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 emphasize and why we emphasize joining e-groups and joining us every Friday at 7 p.m. unless otherwise specified so that we can go and grow together and connect with God together be this community that God has called us to be and lastly prayer and praise they were dedicated the Bible says to going to the temple to meeting in their homes and praising God together and praising God together this was key for for their lives for their worship worship is great on their own and man I love a worship session where I just get into some worship music some quiet time with me and God but again we cannot view our faith just as individuals but remember that we are also in this together and that worship together brings a new element that we don't see when when in the old testament when they prayed together things would happen when they dedicated the temple and prayed together fire came down from heaven when the apostles and the believers of the early church came together miracles would happen it would say that the rooms and places where they were at would shake with power because they were connected in prayer and praise when they would get together and lift up the name of Jesus we cannot miss out on these we cannot miss out on these we may think that we're okay that we have our own thing with God ah but pastor I have my own thing with Jesus and it's a good thing that's great I'm happy for you that you have this relationship with Jesus it is so important for you to have that but you cannot go it alone you were never meant to be alone this picture that we see in Acts chapter 2 is the very earliest form of the church that they had everything in common that they prayed together they ate together they studied together they worshiped together they had they helped each other supported each other in prayer and financially and uh, emotionally spiritually in so many other ways they were this community this body this family the church it was meant for so much more so you will not you cannot I cannot fulfill what God has called me to do for do live life without this community to surround us so I encourage you today don't say don't stay disconnected connect with God and connect with your brothers and sisters in Christ so that we can see that we are not alone and that God does not want us to go this alone I want to pray with you today and I hope that this message has encouraged you but I want to pray with you today that we find it we find what we're looking for in God and we find what we're looking for in each other. Father God, in this moment, I ask that we reach out to each other. Help us to reach out to each other because for some of us, it's difficult to trust others. For some of us, it might be difficult to connect with other people. Maybe we have hurt that is in our lives. Maybe we have 
a, a sense of aloneness. Maybe there is other obstacles keeping us away from connecting with the people of God. But help us today to break through barriers, to find healing, to find you in community with each other, to help build others up, to disciple each other so that we can see the promise in this verses, the scripture, that if we do this, if we come together, be united and be in discipleship, in community, in worship, in prayer, that we will see the church grow. We will see other people come to know you and our family, our community will grow. Help us to find that and help us to find you. And if there is anyone watching today, this is, I need something like that. I want to know Jesus today. Let them pray this with me. Jesus, here I am. I want to believe in you. I want to follow you. Here is my life. Take my sin. Take my everything. And make me new today. And for anyone that prayed that prayer, God, I just surround them with love and hope right now that they are not alone in this and they have become part of this new family. They've become a new creation in you. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I hope once again that this message has blessed you and that you would have a great week. We love you and we miss you and we hope to see you soon. We hope you've enjoyed this message. We'd love to hear your story about how you've been blessed by this ministry or how we can pray for you. To connect with us, you can email us at amen at myemmanuelchurch.com. And if you would like to support us financially, you can give online at myemmanuelchurch.com slash give. Also, if you're in the area, we'd love to see you in person for the full worship experience. Thanks again, and we hope you have a blessed week.